Hello and welcome to The Ojo Show, where we talk strategy tips and honest advice on how to play the most popular casino games. I'm Dan Grant and I've been playing casino games and working in the industry for 20 years, so I've been on both sides of the table. In this podcast series, I want to share everything I've learned to get you a fairer deal, the lowest house edge possible and hopefully some better results too. If you've ever tried to play roulette or any table game in a casino and maybe you've got a friendly word of advice or a warning from the croupier or maybe an even less friendly word from a fellow player, then you will recognise the subject of today's show, roulette etiquette. From getting your chips to knowing when to bet or maybe how to be polite to other players at the table, these little unsaid rules of the roulette table help keep the game fun, fair and friendly but they are never displayed at the table. So how do you know what's expected of you, what's frowned upon, or maybe what will even get you slung out on the street in shame? Well, most players learn these rules through experience, or like me, through making mistakes, Um, or you can tune into the Oyo Show and get the full skinny on roulette etiquette instead. So let's get started. What is roulette etiquette? Well, It sounds a bit stuffy and pretentious, but if you know the rules and general conventions around how to behave at the table and how to interact with staff and other players, then you'll avoid the potentially embarrassing moments that most new players experience on their first few visits to the casino. And just for good measure, we're talking about etiquette in land-based casinos here. There isn't really any online roulette etiquette, as you can't really break any of the rules we're going to talk about, except maybe being mean or unfriendly to croupiers and and dealers. Uh, But back to the real world. And it's not a big deal if you don't know the so-called correct etiquette. You're going to learn it over time anyway. But you want to feel comfortable when you play, especially in unfamiliar surroundings and where other players may seem like they're the local big dogs who've been going there for years. You know, even if it's your first time at the table, you've got the same rights as anybody else. And the more info you have... And the more you know what to expect, the more you'll enjoy your experience. So let's get to my favourite categories of roulette etiquette and explain how things roll in your average UK casino. Let's talk about financial etiquette. Okay, so you've just walked into the casino and you want to play roulette. You can rock up to the table and stick a £5 note down if you like, but most people who want to play roulette want their own set of coloured chips and you can only get those at the table. So you'll need to exchange your cash bank notes or cash casino chips, if you've already got some of those, for coloured roulette chips that are specific to that table. That brings us to the next piece of etiquette. And it's actually more than etiquette, it's a house rule. Don't attempt to hand the croupier any chips or cash. For security reasons, just place it on the table and then they will take it off the table. That's so the cameras can see every transaction and reduce any risk of sleight of hand, for example. So then you'll get your own coloured roulette chips and you can play. The same rule about passing the croupier money applies to betting too. If you ever want the croupier to place a bet for you, maybe because you can't reach a section of the board, don't try and hand it to them or certainly don't lob it across the table at them. Just pop it on the table near them and they will do the rest. I'm going to call the next piece of etiquette chip stackology. You'll probably have at least one stack of roulette chips whilst you're at the table, maybe more. And they can get quite tall too. Some players just spread the chips in a big messy pile around them. Uh, Fortunately, not many players these days. But there are loads of issues with, with being messy with your chips. It's harder to keep track of how much you've got to play with. It's easy to get your chips mixed up with someone else's. It's easy to lose one or to accidentally bet if the croupier thinks that one of them has encroached actually on the betting grid. So as a general rule, stack them nice and neat. Keep them as close to you and as far away from the betting grid as possible and you won't have any problems. 
Stackology is a good skill to have at any casino table and the poker table too. So that's how to use your own chips. But there'll be lots of other chips on the table too. And it goes without saying, although I guess I'm saying it, uh, that you should never touch anyone else's chips. That goes for the stacks that are in front of other players, but also the chips they've already bet on the board. If you can't reach or see a particular number or someone else's chips are on top of a number or, or are getting in the way, just speak to the croupier. They'll sort it out. When it's time to leave the table, don't take your colored roulette chips with you. They don't have any nominal value away from the table and the cashier's cage won't exchange them for pounds and pence. So you need to ask the croupier at your table to change them up for casino cash chips. Then you can take them to the cashier. Uh, it's a bit annoying, but them's the rules. So that's how to deal with cash and chips. What next? Well, when can you bet and when can't you bet? The most common warning you'll get from croupiers is to avoid betting after the round has closed because your bet won't stand. Lots of players rush to get their final bets on before the croupier says no more bets. But if you miss, your bets won't count, so it's important to know when to get them on. In roulette, there's a window of opportunity to place your bets. It starts when the last round has finished and all bets have been settled. The croupier will usually say something like place your bets and you'll have maybe 30 seconds to a minute, depending on how busy the table is, before they spin the wheel. That's your cue to wrap up your betting activity, because once they spin the ball, your time is basically up. Betting early and avoiding the rush is also a good strategy, because no good bets are ever placed in haste. So rushing, generally in my experience, leads to bad choices, as well as risking a bet being called as void, because it was just placed too late. So get them on early. So here's a tricky one, especially for us Brits. Tipping etiquette. Now, in the UK, you don't see a lot of tipping in casinos. Punters generally don't do it as much. Um, and some casinos even explicitly state that it's not allowed. But in most cases, it is acceptable. In the US, for example, it's encouraged. Everyone tends to toss the dealers or croupiers a buck or two when they have a good win. So when is it okay to tip and how much should you do? Well, first off, there's no obligation to do so ever. You're playing a casino game with a house edge. It's hard enough to win as it is. Don't ever feel pressure to tip the croupier at a roulette table, even if everyone else is doing it. And if some people suggest you should too, it's not their business. You do what you want to do. Your job is to have fun and see if you can make some money um, or, as, or at least make your money go as far as it can. Tipping is a nice gesture to the staff, but it won't do your bankroll any good unless perhaps you believe in karma, maybe. But I don't. And when you're playing table games, every chip counts. Don't get me wrong. I've tipped plenty of croupiers in my life, almost always because they've made me feel welcome or gone, you know, above and beyond to ensure I've had a good time. Um, but just be aware that you don't have to if you don't want to. The etiquette in the US is generally to tip a very small portion of any win, maybe a minimum chip value like 50 cents or a dollar. But I'm not that keen on that approach. It's just too frequent every time you have a win. And it reduces the time you actually get at the table uh, because your bankroll just gets chipped away too much. So unless you're tipping, you know, when you leave and perhaps you've made a good profit on the session, you know, I would keep it to a minimum or not bother. In the UK, there is just no tipping etiquette, really. So just do what feels right for you. 
So how about eating and drinking at the table? Well, casinos are more than happy for you to eat and drink whilst you play, obviously. Um, so it's not an issue. But what does become a problem is if your food or drink makes it onto the felt, makes a mess or disrupts the game. Uh, so it's common sense, really. Keep your food and drink on a separate table don't spill red wine on the felt. It's not a good look. And in, you know, to be honest, in these COVID times, I probably wouldn't be eating anyway. Casino chips are a bit of a breeding ground for germs. Let's be honest. So I would probably be washing my hands a bit more regularly and stick to eating when I'm not playing at the table. And in terms of drinking, uh, it, it kind of doesn't need to be said that even though, yeah, plenty of people, including me, like to have a drink at the casino, um, as, as long as you're not impacting anyone else's enjoyment at the table, then, you know, have fun, do whatever you like. But uh, let's not be going overboard where we spill drinks on the table or on each other or are getting a little bit out of hand in our behavior. I see I'm sounding like a bit of a killjoy here, but honestly, anyone who's played a lot of roulette or blackjack at casinos will tell you that uh, respect for your table mates is kind of pretty high up on the list of etiquette. Here's one that I like, spectator etiquette. There's an expression, shit or get off the pot. Now, that phrase is perfect for etiquette around taking up space at the table or any gaming table, really. If you're playing roulette at a quiet period in a casino and there's loads of room at the table, then great, stand where you like. But it, there's a there's probably only room for maybe six or seven players at a roulette table. And at busy times, it gets a bit frantic um, and it's players only at the table. If you're there to watch a friend or you're thinking about playing but aren't ready yet, or maybe you've lost your last chip and can't quite bring yourself to move on, do the right thing, make way so that others can play. Shit or get off the pot. This kind of table etiquette also relates to being polite when you want to reach across the table to place a bet on a faraway number or, or someone else wants to and you're in the way. We can't all hog the best spot closest to the wheel. And unless you've got arms like an octopus, you'll never be able to reach every number on the board. So just ask or be prepared to move out of the way if someone else can't reach the number they want to play. We're all here for the same reason. So let's play nice together. Okay, so the last one, winning and losing etiquette. There's another phrase I like which applies to roulette and all types of gambling, and it comes from Mr. Kipling, the poet guy, not the pie guy. I'm going to paraphrase a bit, but basically he said, if you can meet triumph and disaster and treat them just the same, you'll be a man, my son. Well, gambling is a long game, and arguably it never ends. You can win and lose many times in one session and have many winning and losing sessions in a year and so on and so on. Celebrate your wins by all means and bemoan your luck when you lose. Hell, I'm not trying to take the fun out of the game, but be conscious of others at the table. If someone's down on their luck, try not to rub it in by taking your shirt off and spinning it around your head when your number comes in, although you might not last long in the casino if you do that. Equally, if you learn to take wins and losses just the same, expect and shrug off the losses, then you'll have a more enjoyable and probably more affordable journey. It is a lot easier to take wins and losses in your stride if you're playing for fun and betting only what you're comfortable losing. So safer gambling and a zen approach to winning and losing kind of go hand in hand. Sure, you might see it in films, but no one really high fives and whoops and hollers when they win. You can do it, but you probably won't make many new friends at the table. So in the words of Ron Burgundy, stay classy. 
So there you have it, the definitive guide to roulette etiquette. You are now a pro. You're ready to set new standards for players everywhere and take your Zen game to the next level. No spilt drinks, no spilt chip stacks, and no stern stares from the staff. Just classy casino gaming. Get your suit and cigar and off you go. That's all for now. If you want more roulette tips, head to playodo.com slash blog or hit the link in the description. Bet smart, play safe, and join me next time for more wisdom about the Wheel of Steel. The Bank Casino.